But the simple fact of the matter is this. When you don't allow a person to dictate who you are, to, to dictate how you live, to dictate your purpose, your legacy, just to dictate everything about your life. Sigma Diaries Podcast. Let's get on with it, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. We can relax, 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 have fun, have fun, fun, get a good laugh, 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 get information, enjoy the show, the show, the show. I, I, I need to do what I do. Sigma Diaries. Hey, good day, everyone. You already know who it is. This is your host, King Nigel of Sigma Mel Diaries. Ladies and gentlemen, please remember to hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment. Today's lesson is going to be on what society expects of men. What do society expect out of men? Now, throughout the course of my journey, you know, doing my podcast, my YouTube videos, and all the other things that I'm involved in, such as being a published author and writer with a nice, with a nice movie endorsement, um, a clothing company and website, and not to mention my now, you know, cannabis company by the name of Naughty Boy Cushion Cannabis. So ladies and gentlemen, remember to hit me up at repercussionsapparel.com and apply a lifetime five for a 10% discount, tax-free, and free shipping. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people have been feeling some type of way about some of my YouTube videos, some of my podcasts, in regards to the teachings that are similar to those of Kevin Samuels. Now, the thing is this. A lot of men and women were kind of Rejoicing, glorifying, celebrating the sudden death of the late rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Now, why was this so much of a big thing? Why were so many people happy glorifying his death? And ladies and gentlemen, it's so sad that it was a lot of brown people. The majority were brown people that were celebrating and all this crazy bullshit. But the simple fact of the matter is this. When you don't allow a person to dictate who you are, to, to dictate how you live, to dictate your purpose, your legacy, just to dictate everything about your life, simply because they feel that you should be doing this, they feel that you could be doing that. But the simple fact of the matter is this. Amongst our society in the African-American community, you know, there are a couple issues that we do have. And one of them is unity. Leadership, respect, guidance, all the other stuff that we need to maintain a healthy and functional relationship amongst each other as not only a group, but as a whole. Why, why is there so much division? 
among us in the African-American community. It is due to a lack of effort, a lack of knowledge, a lack of wisdom, a lack of inter, you know, interdependency, a lack of trust. It's a whole lot of fear. It's a whole lot of lying going on within our society. Now, people want to take all that and disregard it and say, hey, we should come together. We should get together and have this plan to implement generational wealth. You know, we should start doing these things to uplift the African-American community. That way, we could win. Now, this is the situation here, though. Now, you have to think rationally. Now, you come to the realization of dating, marriages, traditional women, traditional men, modern women, modern men. You have beta males, you have simps, and then you have the all-glorified alpha male. Now, this is a thing. A lot of people don't take in, you know, they don't they don't even start to, to take in the notion that everybody temperament is different. Not everyone is the same. Not everyone was raised the same. Not everyone had the same upbringing, the same love, the same guidance, the same nurturing, the same love, you know, all that stuff. You know, a lot of things compiled into one whole stigma that black people are ignorant, black people are violent, that black people are selfish, you know, all this other stuff, right? The jealousy, the envy, the hate, the backbiting, the lies, the delusion, the fairy tales. When is this stuff going to stop? When is it going to end? Will it end? And if so, how and when. Now, back to the previous comment that I mentioned before in regards to generational wealth. In order for us to maintain the whole infrastructure and stability of generational wealth, a man must have a legacy in order to have a wife and children to fulfill his legacy. How is that possible when 80% of the women in the African-American community are single mothers? A lot of them are independent. A lot of them have been widowed. They have been married. They divorced their husbands. They have ruined their relationships. They have ruined their homes. And it's so sad that out of 80, you know, out of 80% divorce rate that we have in African-American community, only 5% of those divorces are initiated by men. The other 75% is by women. Now, if you have this, if you look at this whole context, now let's say that based on the statistics and, you know, we see the YouTube channels, we see everybody that's involved in the whole manosphere. 90% of these women want men that's making six figures or more. They don't want the average guy, even though they're more suitable for an average guy. And I'm going to get to what I'm saying in a second. A lot of you will understand what I'm getting at. Right? So if all these average guys are looked over, 
the women are looking down on them, saying, you know, you, you, you don't have this, you don't have that, or you're working a nine to five. You know, I, I need a man or these other band that's doing this because I have my degree. You know, I have a good job. I have my own business. You know, he got to at least be making what I make or more. And it's like that because they want a man to continue to finance their lifestyle. They want that man as a benefit, not as a necessity. And that's the thing. How can you have generational wealth when you have women saying, I don't need a man? F and into this. All men are this, that, and the third because they're so hurt because they failed to utilize accountability. You, can, you can't possibly have a group of people come together and mentioning generational wealth. Because if you don't allow a man to lead, specifically with finances, leading his household, you know, leading his path towards his purpose in his woman is to, in his wife, is to follow him. He's the leader. But you have everybody nowadays, these modern mindset having individuals, because all this stuff is based on the mindset, indoor experiences, fear, lack of trust, scarcity, all that other stuff, man, that is negative, toxic, and dysfunctional, right? So now when you're coming to the terms of a woman looking at a man a certain type of way, such as being a beta male or a simp or alpha male, these women have conditional, selective femininity. Why would these women in return all of a sudden say, hey, you know, I've been an individual for over three decades. You know, I think now I'm ready to, you know, work with someone. Is that even possible? Why do modern women today overlook a man that they know is suitable for them you know, and they chase these pookies and ray rays, give them all the energy, all the effort, all the time that they have and everything. And these guys have multiple women just like them, you know, running after them the same way that they are. And these men now at this point have the options. And it's so sad that 51% of the men in the African-American community between the ages of 18 and 30 are still virgins. Yes, that's correct. And around 54% of black men in the African-American community, and I'm going to say this again because I am a black man, so I can say black men. So I would say the black men in African-American community, obviously brown men, you know what I mean? But no, I'm, I'm going to be serious though. The men in the African-American community, 54% of those men are sexless and childless. You understand me? 54% of men in the African-American community are sexless and childless between the ages of 18 and 30, the same age group. Women outnumber men by a vast majority. How is this even possible? And it's like that because 90% of women worldwide, not just in the Western civilization, 90% of women want men making six figures or more. So that eliminates a lot of suitable men. Now, back to this whole thing in regards to the generational wealth. <clears throat> you need husbands and wives to complete that. You know, you need a man that has this, the solid infrastructure. 
on being able to provide and protect that family as well. And you trust that man that he's going to take you and your family in the right direction. And if you don't trust that man to do so for whatever reason, then either you can seek counseling, get some psych, get some type of psychotherapy, whatever the case is, and get yourself together. Now, this is what it boils down to. Your time. What is your value? How do you determine your value? And how do you value your time? And these things are quite simple to understand is this. When you understand your worth as a man, even as a woman, but you understand who you are, what's your purpose, your legacy, how are you going to fulfill your legacy in order to produce generational wealth with a woman, a wife that's willing to stay, stick it out, support you, nurture you, feed your ego, all this stuff. But what happened to chivalry when it comes to the women in the African-American community? Why is that so important to have? And why is that lacking? Modern women were raised and taught to get their degrees, education, jobs, businesses, and all that stuff before even thinking about it, man. And they're teaching their daughters this, their daughters grow up, have children, they teach their daughters the same thing. So what does that leave the man? What is that now leaves the soon-to-be beta male, right? That leaves him to always have to fend for herself. You know, he's always drained, always appeasing, catering, fulfilling, taking orders from a masculine woman because that that's what happens because there's no male leadership in the house. You can imagine a single mother with four boys. Oh yeah, girl, you know, I had to get rough with them. You know, I had to be the mom and the dad, girl, because if I don't do this to them or do that to them, girl, they won't listen to me. They run all over me. But yet and still, that woman would remain single and have another child and have another child. And she would contribute to the poverty level within our society. Children are the leading cause of poverty in the African-American community, period. But you still have your children out of wedlock. And you put men on child support that aren't even the fathers to those kids. Now you have another form of division among the African-American community due to lies and deceit manipulation, being dishonest. So in order for a person to be able to be successful at let's say reaching out to other people, you have to understand what is your purpose? What is your true calling? How are you gonna execute that plan? And what are the end results that you're going to expect? What are the outcomes and the end results that you're looking for? And that's what a lot of people are missing. See, when you have people that are living their lives as individuals, they want to live their lives for their intended purpose. They're not going to do what everybody else felt that they should do. Because like I said, you're dealing with men that have different social hierarchy stereotypes and personalities. Beta males cannot lead. They're caterers. Simps, on, on another hand, you know, they could be alpha males and they can and they will simp, but they cater to a woman with the hopes of having sex with that woman. And then you have men that are sigma males, introverted alpha males who don't have a care or concern 
about the social status of, of, of people, how they look at him, how they feel he should do this and do that, because we long words. We, we, you know what I'm saying? We toot our own whistle. You know what I mean? We honk our own horn. You know, Sigma males are great leaders, great providers, protectors. But sometimes, and most times, we just choose not to. It depends on what the intentions are. What is the purpose? What is the outcomes? Why are we doing these things? Because see, a lot of people possess certain qualities and traits, but they still won't abide by what you know who other people feel they should be. You understand me? It's not follow the leader over here. You know, each his own. And the reason why I bring forth a lot of this stuff for Kevin Samuels is because it's for multiple reasons. The African American community lacks unity. When you have a a huge a, a big number, eighty percent of the women in, in in your community are, are single mothers and stuff like that, and also eighty percent of the divorce rate, seventy five percent that is you know enacted by women. I'm not saying that it's their fault. What I'm saying is this: if you want to speak in terms of a mindset. You have to really look at that individual and do you know how much digging you would have to do to actually reach a person as to why they are, who they are and why they are the way they are? So much pain, so much hurt, you know, lack of trust, all this other stuff. See, what a lot of people is not understanding is this, you're adults. We all are adults. And if you lack accountability, it's over, you know, because you're living in la-la land. You know, that's one thing for sure and two things for certain. You have to do what's best for you, not what everyone else think you should do, but do what's best for you. Do things your way for for your results, for the outcomes that you want. So when I ask the question about sharing, women lost their ever loving minds. Why? Because for some reason, Today, women, even though they understand the numbers, they don't think the numbers necessarily apply to them. And my thing is, I'm like, okay, ladies, you know there are not enough men of the caliber you want. And let's, let's cut it out. You know, I, I asked a question on Instagram. What do I get wrong? Um... And, and, and tell me what you what I is get, get wrong and don't come in with the insults and da 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 um, because they'll just actually prove me more right. And one of the things I've heard more often than anything else was, was this whole refrain. You only talk about high value men. You only talk about high value men. Well, that's absolutely not true. I talk about all men, but it is true that I focus on high value men for several reasons. One, it's because they would be who my clients would be. You need to make a certain amount of money uh, to be able to afford, to need an image consultant. The average guy doesn't need an image consultant. And then number two, more importantly, no matter how you slice it, these are the men that women want. So we could sit around and talk about average everyday men 
but it matters not because these men know paying tuition changed my family history by inspiring me to get into tech at 24 years old. I'm forever in, indebted. Let's start the show now. Shout out to the count 25. Now I got a bigger monitor. I can see the super chest. They pop up. So, you know, and here's the thing. I heard women getting upset because I don't talk about average guys, but average guys know I'm telling the truth. Average men know exactly what the, what the deal is. You know, I'm out every day and um, average men say thank you. And huh, they know what they they know what they're up against. Older women. I'm gonna bring in some folks, older women are mad. Men want easy women. Men want easy. I live by someone else's terms. Why well, live by someone else's stigma? Someone else's expectations. You understand me? Someone else's entitlement. Someone trying to live their lives through you. It's not going to happen. Because when you're dealing with individuals that are self-sufficient, they are reliable, dependable, self-fulfilled, you know, we're, we don't need any validation. We don't need nobody following behind us and trying to, you know, be like, you know, do the things that we do or be who we are. We don't care about the things that other people do, man. Listen, we focus in, you know, our reality. We are in the real world. And at the end of the day, we all know, man, listen, you got to fend for yourself. Now, the reason why the things that Kevin Samuel says is so touchy to people, because think about it. You have some people that are married. And then sometimes you have some people that look at the situation as, you know, well, wow, you know, why it has to be said this way? Or why couldn't it have been said that way? It's not for the peace and the gratification of your own personal feelings, because a lot of people deal with this toxic thinking, this self-truth, that just because that lays dormant in their mind or because it crosses their mind, that that's what it should be. And here's the important part. For if you're under 30, so here's how this all came up. When I did that broadcast saying that in China, the Chinese government, not Kevin Samuels, the Chinese government has formally designated that women over 27 years old who are unmarried, they have a term for them. It's called leftover women. Xing Yu or Xing Yi or something like that, okay? Leftover women. And there is a big push to get these folks married. And I'm asking, and so I said, what is the equivalent in the United States? Well, in the United States, we have the danger zone. Ages 27 to 35, where you need to focus like a laser on the outcomes you want if you are a woman. I've talked about that for a long time. The danger zone. But there is also an equivalent for American women to be leftovers. Leftovers. And the whole concept is not intended to, well, yeah, it is intended to jab at you. It's intended to let you know where you're at in the market. Because men automatically think that if you're over 30 years old and attractive and unmarried, something's wrong with you. But if you get to 35, 
What is the message does that send to men that you're out of the market? So these are the women I, I refer to as leftover and they got upset. Well, no different than when I talk about, you know, geriatric pregnancy and women get mad when I mention the term geriatric pregnancy. And I'm like, well, I didn't come up with that term. I didn't come up with that term. Um, your, 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 your OBGYN came up with that. This is not about me. So, ladies, understand something. Turn off the notifications. Understand something. If you're upset that the fact that um, you're being classified or whatever, you're going to have to get over it because my question is this. All right, ladies, whether you like it or not, over 35, you're unmarried. The older you get, the higher up you go, the fewer and fewer men, single men there are. Everyone, every woman can't have a man. So I'm asking, what are the solutions? I said, how about sharing a man? Or women lost their mind on that. The funny thing is older women lost their mind on it. But if you notice that women under 35, a lot of them are like, I've been in a poly relationship. I'm kind of good with it. Because younger women are starting to realize that they don't want Hassan King. Average guys are the biggest supporters. For sure, man. That's why I never talk shit about average men. And But I'm also telling men, you know what? J just know what the market is. You get, men out, you get men out here who are average, hardworking, salt-of-the-earth men, and they get shit on. It's not the case. You have to understand. You have to accept rejection. And it's okay to have a matter of difference, you know, of opinion. I mean, a difference of matter of opinion. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to agree if you want to agree or whatever the case is. But what isn't okay is for a person, people, to pass judgment just on you just because they don't like the truths that you speak. And Kevin Samuels has spoken a whole lot of truths. And that's the problem with the African-American community now. Black men aren't supposed to say anything. Black men aren't supposed to tell black women, hey, listen, you know, yeah, you're overweight. Well, listen, you know, you're a single mom with two and three kids. That's $150,000 to $450,000. You know, you can't be dealing with a certain group of men throughout the majority of your life during the valuable, most valuable years of your life as a woman. And then once you get done playing around, you wait till you're 35, damn near hitting 40, three kids, you know, two or three different baby daddies, you know, may have one, okay, good for you. But then you're looking for a man to provide for you and your three children. And if once that man step in and do that, that man have to look at him being in the scenario, that's four against one. You know, provider males look for women that knows that he comes first because he sacrificed so much to get to where he is to actually provide for a wife where she doesn't have to work. She doesn't have to do all these things that most guys, you know, their wives have to do because when you deal with a certain caliber of men, that whole partnership shit, that whole 50-50 shit, that's dead, man. We're not equals. And a lot of men get upset 
when men say that, listen, me and my wife, we aren't equals. Now, if you in a, in a relationship or if you in a marriage and you and your wife are, are partners or in whatever the case is, then, then that's fine. But in the real world, marriage is a business deal, man. You sign a motherfucking contract. And you have women who marry men and they will divorce that man just to live off of that man's hard work. That man been busting his ass for over 20 years. Y'all married for less than one year. You got half of everything that man has. Men always lose in the end. Just because they ain't driving a BMW. That's crazy. But then I, you also look across cultures and it's Hispanic women marry average men. He'll work first shift, she'll work third shift. And it seems to be really pronounced in our community where women over a certain age, over 40, they ain't settling for it. They don't want anything other than what they want. They want a man of a certain economic caliber, a certain social calendar, certain uh, education, everything else. And I'm, that's why I'm like, what are y'all mad about? Because we're talking about it? And what they're mad about is the reality that their future is so bright, their career future is so bright, but their their relationship prospects are darkening. So if you don't, so what's the alternative, ladies? What's the alternative? Because here's what, what it comes right down to. Whatever it is you want as a woman, fine, fine. But... You got to ask yourself what the men want. And one of the most common refrains I've heard from men today are women today are just simply too hard. Women over 30 are just too difficult. Women over 30 are too difficult. But that's, I'm going to say over 35. Women over 35 are too hard. You're too demanding. You require too much. You expect too much, you give too little, and men don't want to deal with that. And the reason why I discuss the topics that I discuss is this. I, you know, I'm a single father, you know, my daughter just moved out. You know what I mean? You know, she's 19, she's in her second year of med school. My son doing his thing too and everything, and I introduced him to being a serial entrepreneur. He's into podcasting. You know, my daughter, I have my own brand and all that stuff, you know, of, of eyelashes and clothing, electronics, all that stuff. I get a lot of that stuff from my, my kids sell that stuff. You know what I mean? I taught my kids a lot. I'm an educated man. I have my bachelor's, you know, I have four degrees. Plus, you know what I mean? I'm going to just stay right there. Just at minimum, I have four degrees. You know what I mean? At minimum. You know, I mean, but at the end of the day, once a man know his value he do not have to settle once a man knows his purpose his legacy will be fulfilled and then once he fulfill his legacy man then generational wealth is, is is already there because he planned all that stuff precisely very meticulously and that man knows how much money he needed before he had a family before he even pursued a wife you have a lot of men that won't even get married, you know, businessmen now, unless they have at least 400K in their account. Because these men are planning and they steady making that money, man. They make that in shit, six, eight months, okay, a year. 
But they've been doing that for seven, eight years, though. You know what I mean? It's a big difference, everybody. Everybody don't have to toot your whistle, man. You know how many times I talk to men and they're like, I went out with a woman who was 37 years old and I felt like I was being interrogated. Then I went out with a woman who's 26 and we had fun. Ladies, whether you like it or not, you're not fun. You're too hard. Older women are too hard. And see, what you hear a lot of older women say is, I do that because my standards Y'all want to get out here with these younger girls because they they want you for your money. Well, you want us for our money too. So older women want you for your money, younger women want you for your money. All women want you for your money in some form or fashion. That's not a differentiation. Or you just want a young girl because she's naive and you can and you can and she's and she's uh, easy to deal with. Yes. 100% yes That's why we want a younger woman Because they they still have some hope They're happy, they're light, they're easy to deal with They're not as demanding And the reason they're not as demanding Is because they're not as entitled See What makes older women hard to deal with Write this down You know what makes older women so uh, So hard to deal with what makes older women so hard to deal with is the primary thing that makes older women so hard to deal with is their lifestyle. Okay? And I said, all right, ladies, here's your shot. What don't what what do you say that I get wrong? And most of the things I asked about had to do with the man. You get the, and then some, there was one person that said, uh, well, the notion that a single woman needs a man to survive. And I'm like, that is simple math. If you're talking about an entire lifestyle, a middle-class woman won't have enough money to live on through retirement. But I want you to understand that the longer any human being does something, the easier it is for you to start doing it. Women today have been single for so long and talking this they don't need a man stuff to where men are basically luxury items, amenities, accessories, or add-ons. You know what it is what it is. You have people that disagree with you so much to the point to where they would talk down like they have this sign language, shame, insult, guilt, need to be right. Because they disagree with what you say. And a lot of people don't like the truth. They feel you're being mean. They feel you're being disrespectful. They feel you should do this. You should say it that way. You should do it this way. And that's not how it works. Ladies and gentlemen, regardless of what anyone says, you have to understand the certain type of men that are out there, like I said, beta males, simps, whether they're gammas, deltas, you know, me per se, single males. You have different types of men that only have the qualities to actually be leaders, provider males, protectors, and women only respect 10% of higher earning men. And there's 90% of men that's out there that are suitable, like I said, for these women, but they feel so entitled. I mean, it's impossible to establish 
generational wealth unless a man and or a woman, you know, obviously has a pre-existing family. Single mothers, single fathers, whatever the case is. But you can't just expect because, hey, this is what I feel should be happening, that everybody's going to jump at your command because everybody have their own purpose. Everybody's doing their own thing for them. Like you have ministers, you have athletes, you have coaches, you have entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs, you have businessmen, you have rappers, you have club owners, you have porn stars. I mean, each is own. Whatever you choose to do with your life, that's your thing. You don't think of us as required. And you need to understand, ladies, that you come into the market with that attitude. And I want you to understand, go to Facebook and look at the comments. See, when I ask, I ask the questions on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is a younger, more female platform, a younger, more female platform. The, the comments on the same question are much more different. On Facebook, it is an older platform. And on Facebook, it is a nuclear holocaust. And you look at the profiles and they are women, 35 plus. And the general notion is, who are you? Ma'am, whether you like it or not, you're going to have to come to grips with the fact that if you want to deal with a man, you're going to have to become easier. Older women are too hard to deal with. I talk to women every day. And when I talk to professional women over 35, you get a laundry list of requirements. And it's like, and, I, and I've, actually, I've actually taken to the point to where I record some women and I play it back in the session and I'm like listen to how you sound and like oh, I didn't know I sounded like that I'm like that's how you go into the dating market with your fist up ready to tell a man he ain't crap so if that's the case ladies what are you expecting from men a lot of generation X women are messing up the conversation because they come to it in such a hostile, hostile way. And the thing is, ladies, we don't care. If you're over, if you're over 35 in particular, if you're over 40, uh, it don't matter why. Well, the reason I am so-and-so and so-and-so, it doesn't matter to men. It doesn't matter to men why you're that way. All that matters to men is that's what it is. That's what it matters to men. It's like, well, damn. Well, like y'all got to understand where we come from. No, we don't. Men don't have to understand where you come from. Men don't have to understand any of that stuff. Men are trying to get what they want out of life. And it's high time for women to start understanding that that's what it's going to be. And if you want to deal with a man, you're going to have to become easier. Easier. Not harder, easier. And the women who are hard to deal with will remain alone. Here's the question I ask. Gentlemen, please don't comment or respond. Speak your mind without insults. From your position, what do you believe I get wrong? This, and this is actually a good faith a question. I ask is what do you think I get wrong? Or believe I get wrong? And more, in, more than anything else, 
the the response was who are you to say what you say how dare you all right uh here's what i'm gonna ask uh and i'm there are over 2100 comments See, here somebody says, while there seems to be good intention with many messages, the presentation is distorted. First off, let's get one thing. Understand. I find it rich that so many women today now care about numbers. Facebook, let me tell you in particular, I find it funny that now women want to get into the well, you only talk about one issue. You only talk about a high value or you only do this. You don't talk about everything. You don't talk about spirituality. What in the French toast do you think one person is supposed to do all of that? Name me one place. That I'm not a one stop shop. And what and when you do that, what you're basically saying, and I want you to understand, this is what they want you to do. They want one man to come in and talk about something from soup to nuts. You know why they want you to do that? Because it keeps you mired down in the details. At the end of the day, ladies, you're by yourself. You're only getting older and less agreeable. Spinster or crone? Well, well, you distort the numbers. Two plus two is four. Well, you don't talk about, three. you don't require anybody else to do any of that stuff, but then you want me to come and talk about the, the effects of, of institutional this and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And then when I do talk about it, well, who are you? You're not, you're not educated. But the funniest thing, gentlemen, I want you to understand where the next attack is going to come. They're going to start talking about numbers in earnest. Well, you always go over these stats. You always go over these numbers. Well, actually, the number you said was this, and it's really not this. It's bad, but it's that. My response is, why the French toast do you care about numbers now? When, when you were talking about uh, black men are in jail down low, or what, a third of black men are incarcerated, you didn't, you didn't care where the numbers came from then. When, it was in, when, the num, when you were making all these talking points about men, you didn't question the numbers. You didn't ask who coordinated the numbers. You took whatever it was and ran with it. This is people questioning blackdemographics.com. Well, it's really not 70%. It's more like 50%. 50 or 70. The point of the matter is that it exists anyway. You're out of order. Because, ladies, you can be right, but you're losing. I want you to think about when I talk to women on the show. I get women who are older. When do you typically see me dealing with older women and they're happy? Y'all are some miserable, I mean, to the point now to where even women who talk to women, because that was the last, that was the next post I put up there. That was the next post I put up there. I'm like, all right, but see, I'm, I can handle it. I, I can handle it. Uh, I said, all right, it has and continues to be well and publicly documented that anyone, male or female, who tells women the truth will get attacked by women. Yeah, anybody who tells women the truth, male or female, immediately you're going to get attacked. And it doesn't matter how polite you try to be with it. You're going to get attacked. I could start naming names, but you all know I'm talking. Um, and I asked the question. This has been and this has been shown to be accurate, irrespective of the tone or intent. Honest question, ladies. Then who can tell women anything?
If a man can't tell you nothing, if a woman can't tell you nothing, who can say something? Who's qualified? And, and, and then conversely, why is it acceptable for women to openly every day criticize and critique men? Y'all bash men. And then you got a nerve to say something about somebody's tone. And that's what all this came down to. It's like, well, wait a minute. Now you're upset that men are, have a voice or men are just speaking their opinions. Now you're talking about the tone and this and that. And now you want folks canceled, but you don't want women canceled. But, and even when, even when somebody asks you, what are we getting wrong? How are we could be better? What are solutions? What I do not see from older women is any solutions. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing about me. I value my time. And I invest in myself very wisely. I have five businesses. I'm very successful. I don't have to boast about it. I post my stuff on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but that's just for advertisement purposes. I know how much I make a year. But like I said, I don't have to showboat. I don't have to prove anything to anyone. This is not show and tell over here. What you see is what the fuck you get. What you see is what the fuck you get. All I see is a bunch of complaints. I mean, I, that's what I see from older women. Women over 40 are littered with complaints. And I'll be honest, ladies, if, ain't, if this isn't you, kudos. But understand, this is what men, this is what men are saying, that they don't, they're avoiding women of a certain age because it's, it's over before it starts. These unrealistic expectations. I'm, I'm 40 with four kids, but I'm not gonna settle. No need to go out there. So here's your, here's your opportunity, ladies. How is an older woman or a woman over 30, a woman over 35, how are you gonna make it easier? And see, anytime that you hear women say real men, real men, understand gentlemen, anytime women start saying, here's my suggestion, gentlemen, and I'll be honest. You have to start identifying when women are trying to draw you into an emotional exchange because it, it's attention. Attention and lifestyle are addictive to women. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to interject. See, it's not only the women that will say these things about if you were a real man. See, it's these beta males and simps that will co-sign with these same women who shame, insult, guilt, and need to be right. You know what I'm saying? So these guys are getting their good graces by attacking these men that these women are upset about not getting. This shit is crazy. You know, you know, it has been well documented by people before me that women are, attention is everything to women. Attention, attention, attention. But I think that there is something, not as much as attention, but right up here, attention and lifestyle. Because, and men don't really factor anywhere into this. It is how women view other women. Women are having their own competitions amongst each other for attention and lifestyle, clout. Attention and lifestyle are clout. And the thing is, as an older woman, over 35, how are you gonna be easier to deal with? 
truth. Nothing more, nothing less. It's about your mentality, your perspective on life, for your benefit, for your gratitude, for your peace, for your stability, whether it's financially or mentally. What was for you is for you. And can nobody ever take that away? Just like you can't take away my value. You can't take away my vision. You can't take away my goals. You will not stop me from executing <laughs> my plan. Family, friends, it doesn't matter. Because when you're dealing with a lone wolf, baby, we make sacrifices all the time. It's a part of life. But see, we adapt to it. We built for it. We wasn't made. We was born into this shit. We made men. Successful men. Men that women, in fact, do desire. We have options. And that's why I say the motherfucking shit I say. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. You already know who it is. This is your host, King Nigel. Nigel McKnight. A Sigma Male Diaries. Some of you might like what I say, but then again, some of you might not. But I don't give a fuck. And I really don't. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, y'all stay safe, be blessed, and remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Have a good day. Peace.